Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of Life's a Draft. On this podcast, we pick a topic and draft our top choices. Listeners and fans vote to determine the winners. Follow the podcast on Instagram at life's underscore a underscore draft. You can also search for the Life's a Draft Facebook page to vote after each episode. After the draft, we play a game called Closest for the Win. Before we get drafting, let me introduce who is with me here tonight. Prepping that baseball swing and mustache for another vintage baseball tournament in Gettysburg, Shine is here. Uh, in that stash, right? I random appointments and chores, along with Emily's softball all star season and sleeping in late and being super lazy. Birdo is here. Gotta give a shout out to a big fan of ours. You know, we have fans all over the world, uh, as shown in our Germany downloads. World. But we have one fan in particular, a young lad with a, with a bright future named Ethan Welling. Gotta say, we give a shout out to Ethan. Smart kid, athletic, well-mannered, and he's a bright future. Big fan of the show. What's up, Ethan? Hey, Dub. Listens to every episode. Loves it. Super fan. Tell him, tell his dad to buy him some swag. <laughs> Bill Swartz, super fans? What? <laughs> Fresh off a Sunday drive on the beach, a Monday showing of Thor, Love, and Thunder, and just got done cooking a Southwest shrimp bisque and southern fried green tomatoes with homemade ranch dipping sauce. He is ready to rock. J-Cat is here. What's up, everybody? It's a solid three-day run of just awesomeness. So it's been a solid three days. Uh, just want to let everybody know uh, I am the man in the kitchen, obviously. Look at me. I'm a little bit chubby. <laughs> J-Cat, I don't think I put as much effort into cooking as you do in anything in my life, maybe other than my children. <laughs> what you just described that he just cooked for himself, this is what I made for dinner. Tacos with a taco packet and tortilla shells. I didn't have any lettuce, no tomato, or cheese. I just put meat in a tortilla and ate it because I didn't feel like cooking. White people taco night. <laughs> After his victory in the Disney draft, there was a much-needed vacation in Maui. Looking for somewhat back-to-back wins and possibly reaching legendary status with legendary big picks tonight, Bomar is here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Working on his house and trying to find his post-retirement career. Catman is here. What's up? Anybody out there hiring? Please hire me. Not off my picks. I'm a good worker. Hire me. <laughs> I'm a good worker. Bomar is hiring. You should have moved Sweet. to Delaware. I'll, I'll work remotely for you, Bomar. And I'm your host, Eric. I just got back from camping in undesirable weather, and I am ready to get <laughs> drafting. Don't forget, you can now get Life's a Draft merchandise on tpublic.com. Search Life's a Draft. You can get all sorts of items, including tees, hoodies, mugs, and stickers. Check for the link on our Facebook page and at the bottom of the voting page. TeePublic always runs sales, so wait for a sale to save some money. Help support the podcast and get some Life's a Draft swag today. With that being said, here are the results of the best pop culture rides slash vehicles draft. In fifth place, with 14.1% of the votes, comments include Ninja Turtle Van and Pee Wee's Bike, come on. Then the Death Star to wrap it up with a bow, the others are solid too. Also, Death Star is what won this vote. You can't overlook a ride the size of a small moon. An effing moon! TNT Party Wagon also helped. Any Batmobile would be sweet, but this team picked the latest one. My team, Retro Rides, in fifth place somehow. Mind-boggling, but... We'll move on. In fourth place, with 17.2% of the votes, comments include 
two of the best ways to fly through space, the best Batmobile of all time, an insane classic muscle car, and a transforming robot vehicle. I'm in. This week, cup check goes to, drum roll please, we don't need Rhodes for their selection of Aladdin's magic carpet. Pick the most disgraceful shaking my head image and that's all I've got for you. Catman's team, voters roll out in fourth place. I'll take it. This is a good week to have the second pick, so. <laughs> Always thinking ahead, Catman. And I'm not last, so I don't care. In third place with 18.8% of the votes. Comments include, because who wouldn't want to drive the mystery machine? And I love Jeeps, Scooby Snacks, and Hot Dogs. Shine's team, Garage Envy in third place. Taking the bronze like LeBron. <laughs> Ooh, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. In second place with 20.3% of the votes. Comments include, these are the ones I take. I want to take a spin in the most and good, good variety. The team that picked Aladdin's Carpet. We don't need roads. 20.3% of the votes has to be the biggest sham voting of all time, in my opinion. Well, he said his um, team was trash. He knows his team was trash. Was he got trash second was, place. What is wrong with Aladdin's carpet? It's basically flying. Why would you want to ride in the Death Star? You don't, you don't do anything. The speed bus. It's not about <laughs> riding in it. It's, it's about just cool vehicles. I had a friend vote. riding in it. I had a friend vote for him because of Aladdin's carpet, and the reason being, it was the most thoughtful pick that he saw. I agree. It was yeah, very there were several votes for that. In first place, <laughs> with twenty nine point seven percent of the votes, comments include: "Come on, for all of these rides, you can't think of the characters from the show movie without thinking about their rides. Epic in every aspect. And besides, the bus from Speed. The only thing that made that special was it couldn't slow down because it had a bomb on it." And if anyone over 35 votes for anything else, I will fight you. Captain Insano shows no mercy. JCAT's team, Bosco Albert's Vintage Auto LLC. First place. So Bo won the last time he was here, so he picks last today, correct? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Here are the things that we should have drafted. Get ready for these things, because... Brian O'Connor's Nissan Skyline, Grease Lightning, Wayne's World Car, Monty Python's Holy Grail Coconuts. <laughs> That's pretty jerk right there. <laughs> ne <laughs> Nemo's Nautilus, Jetson's Flying Car, The Magic School Bus, Harry and Lloyd's Mini Bike, The Tron Light Cycle, Ford Galaxy Mayberry Police Car, Nash Bridges Barracuda, <laughs> Daryl Dixon's Motorcycle, Bumblebee, all the James Bond cars, Elliot's bike and ET, Speed Racer Mach 5, Green Hornet's car, Ghost Rider's motorcycle, the yacht from Fear the Walking Dead. I don't remember the name, but a super yacht has to be on there. Slave One, the starship from Flight of the Navigator, Jabba's sail barge, Eleanor the GT500 from Gone in 60 Seconds, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the hoverboard, Magnum PI's Ferrari 308 GTS, Bigfoot, Herman Munster's coach, Mad Max's Ford Falcon, the Quinjet, Harry Potter's Nimbus 2000, Bill and Ted, Doctor Who phone booth, Falcor, the Black Pearl, Yoshi, Battle Cat, Captain Caveman's Club, <laughs> Eagle, Eagle Five from Spaceballs, Titanic, RV from Breaking Bad, the Yellow Submarine, Penelope Pitstop's 
car from Wacky Races, Austin Powers car, the Mini Coopers from Italian Job, Peter Fonda's Harley in Easy Rider, the Tank Assault Vehicle in Stripes, Thunderbird from Thelma and Louise, the Flintstones car, the Jalopy from Beverly Hillbillies, Mustang from Bullet, watch Steve McQueen movies if not familiar, the Ferrari and Ferris Bueller, the Trans Am from Smoking the Bandit, the Cadillac from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the POS truck from Over the Top, the 1950 Mercury and Cobra, and Dale Earnhardt's black number three car is what we should have drafted. Before we get to this week's draft, to determine who will draft last, since Bomar won two episodes ago and he wasn't on last one, and Jcat won this episode, last episode, I have a tiebreaker question. This is the closest for the win without going over. Um, to make it fair, write down your answer, then I will have you show it to me at the same time. But between Jcat and Bomar, whoever gets it right can choose where they want to draft. If they want to draft fifth or they want to draft sixth with a back-to-back pick. So I'll give you the choice, whoever gets it right. So we all know the Ford Mustang Shelby GT500 from Gone in 60 Seconds. Good old Eleanor. What is the top speed this car can go? According to musclecarsandtrucks.com, what's the highest number on the odometer for that car? This was like the 2021 version of that. Like this was the newer, the newest car, the GT500. How fast can it go? Top speed on the on the speedometer or? Yeah. On the speedometer. Yes, speedometer. Sorry, I did say odometer, speedometer. Speedometer. All right, I'm ready. JK, you ready? Mm-hmm. On three. One, two, three. Bomar says 140. JCAT, I can't see it with the, the background. What's it say? 220. 220. All right. The correct answer. You guys were both exactly 40 off, but one of you went over. Bomar, it was you are the winner because it was 180 miles per hour. So mm-hmm. Bomar, do you want to pick fifth or do you want to pick back to back sixth and seventh pick? Man, that's a tough one. I think I'm gonna do, I think I'm gonna pick fifth. So this week's draft is the best players, athletes, sports figures, and we are creating our own Mount Rushmore. So we are only drafting four players tonight. So you take it as you will. And I have the first pick. And to be honest, I feel like, all right. So, you know, when you watch the NFL draft or NBA draft and the first pick somehow takes more than like three seconds to come to this podium, I still am lost at who to pick first really trying to to pick some brains and i just like who is the best player like honestly or like athlete or whatever you want to call them i just cannot there's so many i want to pick and i have to make the first one count shine the problem is even if i don't pick him he's not going to make it to you i know so i wasn't planning on having he's not even on my list i don't know who you're talking about actually there you are. You're crying inside right now. Shut up. I feel like for the second time, I have to somewhat begrudgingly, I have to pick the man who picked, don't have to do who has six rings, six finals MVPs. He's the college player of the year at North Carolina. He is none other than his airness, Michael Jordan. Catman, you made a good point. You just said how he touched, how he is all over pop culture. Someone says, you know, Jordan, you're the Jordan of something. It just means you're the best in that. So basketball, pretty much my favorite sport. Got to take a basketball player. There are several others I wanted, but 
I'm going to have to take Michael Jordan with the first pick. So, Catman, you got the second pick. This is a hard draft. Looking through some of these stats and looking through some of these players, do you pick the best athlete? Do you pick the most impactful athlete? I, I don't want to do this because I hate him so much. But I feel like he's coming close. He's not even within Michael Jordan's atmosphere in my mind, but he's, he's getting there. You're going to piss He's me getting there. You're picking it. Um, I'm going with TB12, Tom Brady. Seven-time Super Bowl champion. Five-time Super Bowl MVP. I mean, he's, he's still playing. He's 45. I mean, he's clutch. How much time is too much time for Tom Brady? 10 seconds? 15 seconds? You're shook once he has the ball. Kevin, let me, let me help you out a little bit. Kevin, Tom Brady is top five in every major passing quarry category and holds every major postseason record for quarterbacks just last year when he was 40 freaking four he threw for 5300 yards and uh, and like 40 some touchdowns the postseason has, stuff i i he guess has 243 but... wins there's only 16 games in a season he has 243 wins 15 pro bowls eighty-four thousand passing yards and anyone want to guess how many touchdowns he has 624 touchdowns. I don't know if that includes postseason. I don't think it does. 624 touchdowns. Any anyone with mediocre players, don't you? Wouldn't you say? Like, yeah, it was a team. I get it. You think it's because he just smart and not athletic? I mean, because really, honestly, he's not athletic. But I mean, he was on my list. Don't get me wrong. He makes but, those throws. Bro, he's he unbelievable. You see his throws? Like he squeezes. It's it. impossible. He's so yeah. freaking smart, man. I feel like he's gotten better with age too. Yeah, you think? I, I think. Let's <laughs> hear it, Thing people overlook is the evolution of Tom Brady. The yeah. first Super Bowl he won. Let's let's face it. Yeah, he was clutch on the last drive, but you know, it's the leg, you know, of what Vinatieri at the time that won that Super Bowl. But you see, like, like two to three year progressions of this guy. It's amazing. Like he was just a dink and dunker type guy. Like he was not driving the football down the field. His, you know, his first season starting, right? And then flash forward seven years, and the guy is driving the ball down the field into these windows you wouldn't even think to throw. It's, it's just amazing. Look, I hate the guy too, but not really. You know, you really look at his craft and how he works and how his game has evolved. I think that's the most amazing aspect of his game is how he somehow gets better each year at the things that you're – you shouldn't be able to get better at stuff. So it, it, he's just amazing to watch. So TV 12 he's insane. He's, he's getting there. We're not to that point yet where people are like, Oh, he's the Tom Brady of, but I don't know if like TB 12, but how are yeah, we not? I, is the question. <laughs> I don't know if like TB 12 will make it to like other sports leagues. You know what I mean? Cause like there's college kids that the Jordan logos everywhere, football uniforms, baseball, NASCAR. I don't know if we'll quite get there with TB 12. But he's almost there. He's 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 creeping on the goat. He's creeping on that man, number one it's, overall pick. It's a good these, pick. I feel like people are gonna hate on. I, people hate Tom Brady, so I feel like it's gonna hurt you even more. Like, well, yeah, you I hate picking him. I, <laughs> I, I lost to the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile over like the Millennium Falcon. So like, let's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I'm looking at it constructively. So were these everyone's first two picks, Jordan Brady, as the best of no. the best? No, oh, okay. Just, just I, curious. Wasn't, I wasn't thinking Brady too. I was. That was my number one too. 
Now I have no idea what Sean's going to do. How do you not have any idea? Nine. Oh, then I know. Now I know. You know. Uh, so second pick was a quarterback. I wasn't taking a quarterback number two because I have two other quarterbacks in my back pocket mm-hmm. for later. None of you guys Spoiler are going to uh, So I have 82 reasons to select this guy. Yeah. Uh, 15 major reasons. First of all, golf just makes super athletes look silly. Golf is a sport that makes pro golfers sometimes look silly. Uh, and Tiger is, in my opinion, the greatest to ever play that sport. Just dominated his sport like Michael dominated basketball. Tiger Watch. Dominates football. Remember Tiger Watch? I, I would tune in to see if he was winning or not. And I didn't give a rat's ass about golf back in the day. So He made golf cool. Tiger yeah. versus the field. I would yeah. say, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Actually I, Unbelievable. It was my, that's who I was debating on my number one pick because Tiger did it all himself. Jordan didn't win championships by himself. So not to like hurt my own pick, but I feel like if you're talking a solo player, he did it all. He's the career money list leader of all time. Some, some of his shots that he would hit out of trouble or shots around the green or putts that he would make were you would watch and say, that's not possible. Like he had other players shook where they couldn't play with him because the, the crowd was so large and he was so intimidating. His master's appearance play in 97, I think when he was so young, like basically I think maybe his coming out party of sorts. Yeah, that, that walk down the uh, – like to, to the 18th tee. And like I remember watching that. I was like laying in my bed in my – you know, in Tall Pines watching this going, this is awesome. I like golf now. Like <laughs> – he has like 10 more wins than Jack Nicholas on just the PGA tour. And he's still 46 years old, which he can still win more majors. He's three behind Jack Nicholas in majors, but he went, he went on a spree from like late nineties to 2010, where he was just untouchable, like untouchable. It was just unbelievable. He was the first golfer to ever hold all four major championships at the same time. Tiger I don't slam. think he did it in the calendar. He didn't do it in a calendar year, right? Though, no, but, but still. Tiger slam. He won four in a row. Mm-hmm. Good pick, Shine. All right, Birdo. Well, those are my first three picks. So this was what I was afraid of. This is the pick where after those three, I don't, I didn't know what to do, and I'm going to hear some groans. And I just, just let me finish before you start making comments about this player. Uh. This player, I'm picking LeBron James. LeBron James has won four titles. Four finals MVPs, four league MVPs, 18-time All-Star, 13-time All-NBA first team. He's still averaging 30 points a game. It's so hard to score 30 points a game for an entire season, and he still does it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he make eight or nine finals in a row? Eight in a row? Ten. Nine or ten. Yeah, something ridiculous. Whatever it was. That season is he played so many games over that period of time, and he kept dragging teams to the finals with him. Yeah, if you want to say jump ship, whatever. Plus, not only is it an amazing basketball player, LeBron could be playing in the NFL right now if he wants. Uh, I don't know about that. LeBron could be Boy. a tight end. No, he I know, be, I know, I know, but could let's... be a linebacker. Yeah. He's I've heard the stories. He was recruited, what Ohio State, uh, whatever. But is, we'll let's settle down. 
His athletic prowess <laughs> is out of this world. He's an absolute beast of a human being and a great guy, which two people have been picked so far would be questionable about this. <laughs> Don't you think that he had the most pressure for an upcoming player ever of anybody? The, and, the and he surpassed it. Well, he was uh, called the king before he even got into the league. And he was doing like uh, press preparation junkets when he was like 15, 16 years old. Like he was destined to be. Now, I'm not saying he's the greatest basketball player, Shine. It's a whole other su- subject. But we're talking I haven't said anything. I'm athletes. out. We're talking well, I'll correct you. Athletes. I'll correct you on one thing. You said he's still scoring 30 points per game. The dude has had one season of an average over 30 points per game. Yeah, he, he, averaged like 28, he averaged like 27.8 or something. I get it. I got what you're saying, bro. And the longevity yeah, of his close. career. Longevity of his career is what's this his 20th season? 22nd season? 20th? Yeah, 20 year 20, I think, is coming up. Also, he's about to be the all-time leading scorer, and not to mention rebounds and assists, all that stuff, but like he's gonna pass and that, Kareem soon. That doesn't count playoff games. I know it's he's, ridiculous. He's played enough playoff games to at, make additional seasons on his career. He's really gonna pass. Yeah, he has to. He doesn't have to average much over the next. I don't know if it's this next year or the year after, but he has to average like twenty something. He's not that far behind. He just passed uh, Carl Malone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you had to bring Carl Malone up in there. The mailman boy. I mean, but some of those records are a matter of time because he's been he's been in the league so long. You know. Yeah, so but he, but you I'm not hate, but he's but, still performing at that. Yeah, for like, sure. How many and players? He has, he's a beast. He is a beast. Hi, Bomar. Let's see what non-beast you pick. I have no idea where Bomar is going. So actually, I do. I know where he's going. Old old Johnny Howard's behind behind me, so I don't know what. <laughs> and my my first couple of picks are blown up, blown up. But I told Bobby he came over here Sunday, and I told Bobby that this one person, he's known as the man in multi sports. He's a legend. He's got legendary. Rumors about him running under four seconds on a 40-yard dash. And we're talking about athletes, just pure athletes. He's probably one of the greatest athletes ever. His career was ended early. I'm going to have to go with Bo Nose, Bo Jackson. Good on you, Bo, because he was going to be mine. And he's the one I was debating that I kept floundering about because I don't think – I don't remember him – being that good. So I looked up some of his stats. All right. He only played four years in the NFL, which, okay. He average, he has still has the record for yards per carry at 5.4 for a career. 5.4 yards per carry. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Him and Jim Brown. (laughs) I I get it. But I'm thinking like he had some 90 yard runs. He had the longest run in the NFL in three of his four years. He's, but think about this of the hundred greatest players, he was ranked 39th. So does he belong on the sports Mount Rushmore? Who made the 100 greatest player list? I get that. All right. but So here's what he – in eight seasons for three teams in baseball, he batted 250, okay, 600 hits, 140 home runs basically. He was the first two-sport all-star. So I'm not hating on that he was a beast. But does he belong on the sport? Like, it depends on how you look at it. Athlete? So, those stats, so, so, Eric, those stats are kind of messed up, too. Uh, the last three years he played baseball, he was injured. He played while he had a hip replacement surgery. He hit 40 home runs when he had a hip replacement. 
Yeah, he, he did back 40 was, home runs. Yeah, or 40 home runs. Oh, career. Yeah, Not in one season. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you're talking about a guy that was just he was a he was a beast, man. All-star um, game MVP in baseball, too. Not just a participant. And and he didn't play football right away. Remember, he got drafted. He didn't want to play with for the team. I think it was Tampa Bay. The and, Buccaneers uh, screwed him. He couldn't play college baseball anymore because they like tried to sabotage him. Yeah, so he didn't play football. Free ride to his physical. He killed his eligibility. So he was, man, he's awesome. And, oh, and by the way, probably you guys probably don't. I mean, some of you guys do. But he's an awesome uh, archery guy, too. And I know some of us knew and that. He likes, to, he likes to hunt. Bike, bike, yeah, bike. he – football wasn't even his first love. It was baseball. Mm-hmm. So he, like, kind of just did football as a hobby. I thought this was going to be our fastest draft. We were just going to rattle players off. Also, but Chuck Mobile. We haven't got through the first round. True. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that technical? He was unbelievable in technical. <laughs> yeah. Smacked down in the middle of his four seasons. That's his quad sport. Football, baseball, archery, and technical. J-Cat's got two picks back-to-back. Let's see where he goes. My board is all wrecked, obviously, as it would be. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to go from the heart. Uh, with both of these picks, um, I don't know if people are going to vote for them. I don't really care at this point, but I'm going to go. You well, last week. You yeah. said that last week. <laughs> you yep. came in first. So I'm going to go with my first pick for who I believe to be the closest thing to Michael Jordan that has ever been in the NBA. He's no longer with us. Uh, he has career five and two record in the finals. He made all NBA defensive uh, team 12 years, nine first team all nba defense that's not even to mention his scoring prowess kid went to lower marion high school drafted by the charlotte hornets traded to the lakers for lottie divock and somebody else who gives a crap about him but the intensity and the fire that burned through kobe bryant is legendary he often on many times said that the only person that he would ever say could beat him one-on-one hit his last shot in Utah in 96 or something like that. Like, uh, that was the quote. Um, I know many people think LeBron James and, and his accolades are definitely um, well-deserved. I'm not going to hate on LeBron in that fashion, but I think Kobe was a different breed like Mike was. And that's just, so I got to take him. Johnny, I don't disagree with anything you said. But he's not even recognized in the top five NBA players on some people's list. Which is bananas. I, I'm not saying they're right. I'm just saying, like, they kind yeah. of – he was unreal. Like and I, he, the shots he made were just, like – Ridiculous. Bonkers. It's cool. He had 20 seasons with one team, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And he, his career averages are 25, 5, and 5. In a regular yeah. season. So that's, uh, I mean, you average that for a 20 year career. It's mm-hmm. pretty outstanding. 81 point game. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is unbelievable. Come on now. Like Will yeah. had a hundred, we get it, but we watched a dude cook people for 81 points in the modern day NBA. Can't, can't say anything about it. All right, I remember on. where I was when he was scoring, when he had that game, I was in an Applebee's with my dad in Dover. And I just remember looking up. I'm like, what? Like, like the ticker, 81 points. I was like, mind blowing. All right. So this one's going to be another, uh, I don't, I don't say rant, but um, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, it's the kid 
the sweetest swing you've ever seen in baseball, Ken Griffey Jr. People are always going to say, oh, well, he, you know, had the short career. He's a Hall of Famer. He hit 630 home runs, uh, 10 gold gloves, MVP award, 13 all-star games appearances. If health hadn't robbed the man of all the things that he did, I don't think there'd be any question that you'd say he is the greatest player in baseball. Now, career 284, um, you know, average, but slugging percentages are through the roof. 1,836 RBIs, 1,662 hits, all that good stuff, right? But you talk about a guy who had the greatest smile, swag about him, wearing the hat backwards, you know, just – you talk about how – He was on The Simpsons. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's just, it's unreal. And then the nerve tonic. The Mariners wore, you know, the swing man cleats. Uh, I mean, it just, you talk about a guy who just was like, it was effortless. That bat swing came man. off his shoulder. And when it made contact, everyone was like, watch out. You know, like, it's come on now. Junior was the man. Um, now, this obviously is before he started falling asleep in dugouts in Cincinnati. But, uh, <laughs> but, Red, you talk terrible. about a guy who just exuded coolness and had a huge effect on, you know, baseball and the craze of it. I mean, how many kids do you see wearing their hats backwards playing baseball after Junior made it a thing? I mean, you or know, Seattle Mariners gear. Yes. Like everybody. What? <laughs> I mean, he got to play. Griffey Sanders. I mean, it, it was just awesome. So, yeah, I know people – there may have been greater baseball players than Kanker Jr. I, I would say, yeah, probably, right? We get it. I understand that. But in terms of, like, just – you know, you want to put a face on the side of a mountain and say that dude did it, it's Jr. Two comments, Cap. Your team is a fan favorite. For Those two picks are fan favorites. And Ken Griffey Jr. had the dopest superintendent baseball game of all time. Yes, he Ken did. Jr. Baseball. Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball. Yeah, players were like extra jacked and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Really like yeah. arcadey. Yeah. 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 Bomar, got your second pick. Oh man, there's so many options I can choose from here. But I'm also gonna have to go with baseball. You know, I like King Griffey Pitt. You know, growing up, he was one of my he was actually my favorite player. King Griffey was awesome. But this guy made baseball. He was the first to hit. 30, 40, 50, 60 hammers. Four times he hit 50 hammers. He averaged 50 hammers, supposedly past his prime when he was 31 to 36 years old. He's 11, he 11 times he hit more than 40, four times he hit 50 home runs. Nothing, no other than Babe Ruth. He's the, he was the man. Ruth, the Sultan of Swat. Oh, Swat. The King of Crash. He had abdominal surgery. Because he ate too many hot dogs. <laughs> and then he went out and hit home runs. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, he, had, he had almost 3,000 hits, 714 home runs, 342 average, 2,200 RBIs. Yeah. Speaking of hot dogs, since Joey Chestnut joined the UFC the other day, can we select him in this draft? I mean, I didn't know I mean, he joined UFC, but even if he didn't, have did you see it. him take down the dude who like tried to get in his way of? During the competition, uh, uh, yeah, mid mid hot dog bite, he like smacked the yeah. smacked the straight r- unruly so cold down to the ground. It was amazing. Awesome, and he kept on eating hot dogs. I've never been so proud of a human being in my life. <laughs> Jake, I said it cost him four dogs. All right, Birdo. Okay, what you got this, boy. I already I know pick, who you're picking. No, you don't. 
this pick is not going to get me any votes. It's a shame because we get, in my opinion, Tom Brady is hands down the greatest football player ever. I think it's arguable that Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Easy to argue that point. There is absolutely no doubt who the greatest hockey Bro, pick player someone of all else. time is. The greatest, not only is he the greatest, uh, he's so far beyond everyone. I typed uh, in Wayne Gretzky list of the compliments. There's so I many. I'm going to say this. Just listen. Just listen to it for just for a second. 894 goals career. He had 92 goals in one season. That's an 80 game <laughs> schedule. He has 1,963 assists. Obviously, making him the most points leader at goals and assists. If you took away all of his goals, he still has more points than any other player in history. He's like lapped them multiple times. One season at 163 assists. He had seven assists in one game. Like this is unhuman. So I don't know. uh, The hockey fan base isn't probably huge, but he is so far above every other hockey player that's ever touched the ice. Wayne Gretzky deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore because he's, even if you don't want to put a hockey player on there, he deserves to be on there because no one is even close to him in the absolute dominance that he, that he had over a career. I mean, I'm looking at a list of things right here. I don't know how many to say 2,857 points in 1,487 games. That's clearly almost two a game. But I didn't um, want to say this earlier, but all three pro stars have now been picked. Because I didn't want to give it away. I really, really wanted Wayne Gretzky. Because that is so awesome. I, love that. <laughs> I know, but but hold on, bro. Let me help you out here. He had nine MVPs, nine, 10 scoring championships. He had 215 points in one season, which is goals and assists. And no one's ever he's done it four times, and no one's ever had 200 points in a season. He did it four times, so that's cool. He had a thousand over a thousand goals if you include the playoffs. 2,222 assists, like you said, 92 goals in one season. He had a 51-point game scoring streak. And at the time of his retirement, 1999, he held 61 NHL records. He is the great one. Like, I mean, there's no doubt about it. He belongs on everyone's Mount Rushmore. He's not going to get – I don't know if he's going to get maybe Diltz's vote, or he might hate him because he, like, beat the Red Wings twice or something. But – He's a beast pick, man. I, Shine, if you had Gretzky and Tiger Woods, I might have done a uh, Jordan trade for him. He was totally going to be my next pick. And the, <sighs> my favorite stat was he, Bobby mentioned how many goals, career goals he scored. And it was nearly 100 more than number two on the list for career goals. And it's 300 less games played than wow. anyone else in that list. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, the assist, the assist I, thing I is thought, he has more assists than anyone else has points is is bonkers. I was I was most likely going Gretzky next, but I was wondering too because he was hockey, and I know you guys. I was wondering just how far down I could wait to snag him, but apparently, I was, I, I was hoping. I was like, man, I, I knew Jason would probably get get him on the roundabout, but he also lived up to the hype. If you guys don't know. When he was six years old, he was playing against 10-year-olds. Year old, when he was 10, he was playing against 15-year-olds. When he was 15, he was playing against 20-year-olds. I mean, the guy was only 5'11", 175 pounds. Yeah, he was small. He was, he small. was like a magician. He was unbelievable. That's why he was so good. He was always just good. He knew how to play with bigger people. Shine your next pick. 
All right. So snatched from you. I know who you're taking, Sean. You know who I'm taking? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. You, you, you didn't let me pick number 23. So I'm picking someone that has 23 gold medals, which is the most of any Olympian. 28 total medals. Someone told me earlier they weren't taking a swimmer in this draft. Didn't care how long. Well, I'm taking them with my second pick because we're talking athletes and the Olympics are the biggest show for athletes. And I'm taking the best one. And my second pick is Michael Phelps. AKA Bobby Kirchner. Hey, I can't hate on this man. Jason could have waited yeah. for that pick. No, I was picking him next. Gretzky and Phelps for my next two picks. <laughs> I would Phelps. You know why, Bobby and Eric and Jason? You guys know why? Because I could beat him on the backstroke. Bo didn't Some make are. that claim. I will Some say are. something about He won eight gold medals in 2008. Eight. He has 28. He has 28 medals. The next closest. The next closest is 18. Pretty good. So, Michael Phelps, I'm not saying other swimmers don't do this, but there is something I noticed about that man when he swims. He actually produces a wake, like, behind him, like like a boat. Like, he really does. Like, look at the water behind him. It's creating a, a, a wakeboarder could jump over those waves behind him. Bo did claim that he could beat Michael Phelps if Michael Phelps was swimming backwards and Bo was swimming frontward, for freestyle. And I told Bo, you couldn't outrun him by the side of the pool. <laughs> Come on. I, I agree with that. Bomar, are you nuts? I mean, Shaq, are you nuts? That race them? Come on, guys. This First has been going on for years. You think, are we supposed to think you're fast for one? Second of all, are we supposed to think that he can't do anything faster than you in the pool? Also, also claimed he could break 90 at Augusta while there are some of the best players in the world shooting in the 80s that barely get a chance to step there and both things you can shoot in the 80s. Hold on, hold on. That's when I was playing a lot. Now I don't, I definitely could. <laughs> That's when I was playing a lot. You're playing more than the top 100 players in the world. It's a good Michael Phelps, if his hands, if his wrists and his ankles were tied together, he could still beat you in our swim race, no matter how he swam. He would just flop around, I dolphin style. I am a Are bit, you nuts? A little bit of athleticism in me. Just a little bit. It doesn't even matter though. He's like the best swimmer ever by far. By far. Could, it, could be by arguably far. the best well, Olympian. He's the best ever. Olympian of all time. <laughs> it's not arguably. He has the most medals. Like, and it's not even close. All right, am I up? Yeah. All right, I'm going. This next pick is probably going to be the first swerve of the draft here. Um, but I feel like this this player is not getting past JCAT on the next round. I just have a feeling. It was always cool to me, and I'm going on pure like athletic achievement here, similar to Bo Jackson. I'm going Deion Sanders. Oh my gosh! Prime time. Prime time. First off, he's the only player to play in the Super Bowl and World Series. Played in two Super Bowls, World Series. He attempted to play in an NFL game and an MLB game in the same day. <laughs> he almost to, did. But they were too. like, nah. Yeah, they were basically hating on him. Nike was going to, like, fly him. He played the Dolphins at 1 p.m. He had to fly back to Pittsburgh for the NLCS Game 5. That started at 7, 7.45. He almost made it, but there was, like, some traveling issues that he ran into, and then the Braves were, like, hating on him. But the man played in the NFL and MLB, center fielder, two-time Super Just Bowl like champion. dance on the way to the end zone when he, like, uh, picks six. He can also dunk a basketball like you would not believe. 
Played for five MLB teams from 89 to 2001. The Yankees, Braves, Reds, Giants, and Reds. Uh, yeah, Reds twice. He had two, two stints in Cincinnati. Reds coming up again somehow. Mm-hmm. Chris Sabo. Yeah, Deion Sanders. <laughs> I always thought he was cool, man. My favorite Deion swag. was the Niners Super Bowl that he was a part of. Man, they were blowing the Chargers out so bad that they put him on offense as a wide receiver towards the end of the game. And Young chucked it up to him. And I don't believe he came down with it, but it was so close. So close. But he was just like a super athlete. That was the 49ers team that many people say started the salary cap in the NFL. Speaking of 49ers, my pick's coming up. Go ahead. I got so many in my pocket. I don't even care who you pick. (laughs) I got two of them on my list. A 49er is going to be my – oh, you know what? We're only picking four. Yeah. Oh. All right, well, I got the next two picks. I'm going completely different, but I don't know. I The, the stats are so wild for all of these. I have four people who play this sport, and their stats are ridiculous. So to choose between them is just incredibly hard. I don't think it'll bring the votes, but here I don't want to give away my – okay, so Federer – Djokovic and Nadal are insane. They their stats are legendary, and they're all playing but, at the same time. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Doesn't make any sense. They all have at least twenty Grand Slam titles, by the way. What about Agassi, son? But no. But then oh. there's on the flip side of that, there's Serena Williams. Yeah, who is a beast in her own right, and I. Didn't think I was going to do this. Okay, so here I was leaning toward Rafael Nadal. He has 22 Grand Slams, which are the most ever. He has the highest career winning percentage. 83% of his matches he wins. He has 92 titles, which is also the most. He won at least one major for 10 straight years, and he's one of four men to win each Grand Slam twice. And he's the only man in history to win the Grand Slam and Olympic golds in singles and doubles. The other two guys are great too, but because... We got to have some females on here, I think. And she has 39 Grand Slam titles, 39, 23 singles, which is more than Nadal, and then 14 doubles, and then two mixed doubles. She's got 73 career wins. She's got 319 weeks at number one. She's better than her older sister. I have not watched the Will Smith movie, and I probably won't. But give me Serena Williams. It's good. It's a solid The movie's good, and it's mostly about Venus, but the last – one minute of the movie is sweet. Spoiler, really? son, spoiler. I'm like, oh, you don't know what happens. Flustered over here because I that was was not my plan. All right, with my next pick, I know even less about this sport, and there are two behemoths sitting at the top of it who are both currently playing, and it's basically a coin flip on who I want to pick. They've both won the best player in the world multiple times. I don't know the difference between international play and La Liga and all this riffraff, but I know that one has 769 career goals and one has 812 career goals for club and country. Yeah. I'm picking a soccer player. Yeah. But you know, when you see a soccer net, it's huge and you're like, Oh, it's gotta be easy to score, but it's not like they barely score at all. But this guy scored 812 times. He's got five balloon doors awards, which is the best player in the world. He's got the most goals in international football history. Um, He's Real Madrid's all-time goal scorer. 
He's uh, not bad on the eyes, if, if I'm being honest. Give me Cristiano Ronaldo. Swerve. Were you uh, waffling between him and Messi? Yes, Lionel Messi. I don't. But Messi, Messi trumps him in the assist department by like 200 career assists or something like that. Really? Yeah. There's Pelé. one that's way better than both of them. Pele. Yeah. I mean, look at his he doesn't have the most international goals. I know that. Uh, first of all, 100 goals in almost 1,300 games. There's there's three Pele. soccer Pele scored a goal almost every time he played, or at least like he scored 1,279 goals. You're talking about 800 goals. But but 448 were scored in what would be considered friendlies. <laughs> so listen, Pele. Uh, I'm not trying to get. They still have Pele. friendlies today. I'm sure. I'm, he, he, he was a pro. He played in 1957. Like, Dude. I get it. Think about, like Bobby was saying, Babe Ruth played against Plumbers. Who was Pele playing against? Chuds. I'm glad you went there because Ronaldo was, doesn't play against Chuds. No, people <laughs> now are playing against a thousand times better than who Pele played against. Yeah. I saw Pele's name all over the place. They said he was the best soccer player ever. I don't think, that's not who I was picking. Granted, I don't know much about soccer. Eric, he was a pro at 15. He played on the international Brazil team at 16. So you're going to say Muhammad Ali was the greatest boxer oh, ever? No, 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 he's on, no. He's, Someone can still pick Pele. Pele. So Spoilers. Pele's still on the board. So I know. I'm just you get me worked up, Eric. Get me worked up. I think someone might pick him. Prior, according to our conversation before the draft. The problem with soccer is there's so many good leagues. And it's not an mm-hmm. American favorite sport yet. Yep. Um, Bundesliga, La Liga, so it's, you know. It's really, yeah. I feel like most people are dependent on their ESPN yep. coverage of soccer, which is not good. I would agree with that. Catman, back to you. All right, I'm going deep with this one. I'm going to quote, uh, it's not so much athletic achievements, even though the person was a beast in his sport. I'm going to quote Nelson Mandela with my pick here who said sport has the power to change the world, has the power to inspire, has the power to unite people in a way that little else does. This athlete changed sports forever with what he did. Integrating baseball, Jackie mm-hmm. Robinson, six-time all-star world series champion in 1955 national league MVP in 1949 is the MLB rookie of the year. Two-time national league stolen base leader every year on Jackie Robinson day, every player in the league wears number 42. 42 is retired by Major League Baseball. It's just massive, massive impact that's still felt today. Stats are whack. I'm going to say it. The stats are whack. Two-time stolen base leader. <laughs> he threw that out there. <laughs> Bomar is a three-time stolen base leader. <laughs> so, I don't know. He's a Hall of Famer. Maybe it's me. True. Yeah. Name recognition. You're right. Yeah. But I hope people listen imagine, to the stats. Could you imagine playing in that atmosphere? And no, every yeah. time you came up, hate. they wanted to kill you. And to perform yeah. the way he did and to do it with that class, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's otherworldly, I would say. Boy, have you seen 42? Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. All I know oh, is two of Rob's picks race? were not even on my okay, draft board. <laughs> what? Mike two Winchell, of your what? picks weren't even. Two of your picks weren't even <laughs> on my draft board. What? Pee Wee Reese. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Winchell, baby, all day. 
Tokyo Drift. What was his name in that one? Guy Jin? Oh, sorry. Put my arm around you. <laughs> I can't, man. Good pick. Mm. Shine. In the middle of all this, I realized that we only had four picks and that, like, I remembered <laughs> our conversation. So now I'm looking at my list and I see one that I want to pick because of his just pure dominance in his sport while he was playing. And then I see, like, basically, like, three of my children on my list. And I have two picks. So I'm like, do I just pick the one that dominated his sport? And then I'm only forced to pick one of my three children. Or do I pick two of my three children? And then I leave one out. Which one is worse? I don't know. But I think I'm just going to go with picking one of my... See, and the problem with that is <laughs> then I only get to pick one of my two favorite teams. Oh, my God. All right. Pick Will Purdue. We just talked about stolen bases, so we're <laughs> going to actually talk about stolen bases. And my oh, third pick is going to be Ricky Henderson, uh, Major League Baseball's MVP in 1990, stolen base leader all time, has 500 more stolen bases than the dude sitting number two, Lou Brock, who played – so many years ago and then also not just a speed man also leads the history of baseball in leadoff home runs with 81 so had the power had the speed has the mvp wore the green and gold also the pinstripes which i am kind of a fan of ricky henderson the first of my three children i'm picking and we know the next one's coming with the gold red and gold Next pick when it comes on back to me. We were at a bookstore the other day, and and uh, Owen is all about baseball. So anytime he sees a baseball, he picked up a book. It was like Ricky Henderson's book. He was like, "Who's this guy?" And I was like, "Ask Blanchine, his favorite player." And he just put the book back down. But like, I never considered someone was going to pick him. But I don't know. Blanchard, I don't think I think you're uh, wrong to think that both of your Niners are going to be there because they are yeah. literally next to people on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there are two. I have four. Now. I have four 49ers on my list, actually. Oh. You'll definitely get Patrick Willis. What, what, what teams? <laughs> and Frank what Gold, teams did Ricky Henderson play for? Shine for How at, many? Uh, at, towards the end of his career, like everybody, literally everybody. The McFarland action figure was sweet because it came with like a hat of each one of the teams he played for. It was great. Blue Jays. Oh, wow. I know he was on the Blue Jays. I know he played a stint. Oh Lord. I mean, he was bouncing around there, kind of like Frank Gore at the end of his career. Wait, are you looking at the figure too? Yeah. So, oh, uh, sorry, I was looking. Yeah, like it comes music. with all the hats, and wow, like, that is unbelievable. Beat up. There's nine, yeah, nine hats and an extra A's hat, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's yep. A good piece. Ricky Henderson rules. Sean, you have that figure? I don't. I will now. Wow. Need it. It is my pick, and. I broke it all down by sports, and I don't know who to pick as the next best football player because the positions are so unique and different. But I'm being drawn to another sport, two other sports that are not the main sport. So I would not, I might not have a baseball player or a football player, but I'm going to go with my gut here just because of the level of respect that this I have for this game. It's the hardest game. It's the hardest sport. You can't even come close to saying that anything's 
professional athletes who play other sports say this is the hardest game. I'm picking the greatest, most accomplished golfer right where Tiger was. I'm going Jack Nicholas, 18 majors. I don't even want to rattle off all these records and everything just because there's so many. Okay, 18 wins in majors. He has 19 second places in majors. 19, which means he could have been close to pushing 25 wins. He has so many wins and records as far as under par and dominance. He won a major every year for four years in a row, two majors and two major championships in five different seasons. I can go on and on and on. I, that is not going to get any votes, but golf again is an individual sport. Jack Nicholas is, has the greatest accomplishments majors, which is the crowning achievement in the game of golf. And He's think, also a huge ambassador for the game as far as courses and just designing courses and promoting the game. But I don't know what else to say about him. This, this, this records and stats are bonkers. Golden bear, boy. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, golf being an individual sport. And I think that's one of the cool things about baseball. It's obviously a team sport, but like the stats wise yeah. are all individual. Yeah. Pretty um, much. Like accomplishments, like, batting averages and home runs and everything else like you're part of a team but that's all you yeah right no more i didn't think this guy was gonna be on the board especially with blanchine here but this guy has the most he's the best wide receiver ever and uh his best career receiving yards at twenty two thousand eight hundred ninety five. 895 to take him jesus at 50, <laughs> most career touchdown receptions 197 He's a three-time Super Bowl champion. He's a Super Bowl MVP. How many times Super Bowl champion? Three times. I got Wikipedia pulled up right now, buddy. You're not smarter than Wikipedia. <laughs> Shine <laughs> monitors that page. He probably like runs it. So he's two-time NFL receptions there. I mean, the list goes on. He's a three. He's a 13-time Pro Bowl. Jerry Rice, baby. Jerry Rice. If you're gonna pick him, at least share like the the coolest stats. 208 total touchdowns. 5,000 more receiving yards than number two on the list. 5,000. Who's two? T.O.? T.O., I think, is number three. Who's number two? Fred Bolitnikov? Might be Calvin Johnson. No way. Where's Randy Moss at? Uh, yeah, it could be Moss. Randall. I feel Jerry Rice, feel- not only is he a beast, but he, he, he performs in the clutch. He's the Super Bowl leader in catches, yards, and touchdowns all time. Still... And I had his jersey when I was like 12. And I think the same Christmas I got a Deion Sanders jersey. So <laughs> those third round picks are coming in hot. Him and Jim Montana were just awesome. I mean, yeah. I didn't pick Niners, but I liked watching them. They were just unbelievable together. How much Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, did you watch? You're only Steve you're older than me. Steve Young. Is Steve Young on your list? Is he on my list? He's gonna be my pick because no one else is picking him. You're gonna be last place, buddy. There's only one BYU quarterback who's number one in this household, and that's Zach Wilson, because he's out there getting Stifler's mom. <laughs> J-Cat, you got your last two picks. All right, here we go, boys. Buckle up for this one. So with this next pick, I am going to pick a quarterback. Uh, obviously, I love quarterback play. I, I enjoy it immensely, uh, having played the position. I just think this particular quarterback may be better – than the GOAT. Now, you can't argue with the Super Bowl titles that Tom Brady uh, has produced, but the one thing I will argue with is this individual 
has done more with being less physically talented, if that's even possible with Tom Brady. Uh, Peyton Manning, five MVP awards, first team all pro selections. He owns the record for that as well. Um, most 4,000 yard passing season, single season passing yards, single season passing touchdowns. He's also third in career passing yards and passing touchdowns. The most amazing thing about Peyton Manning his head size. Not even his head size is what comes out of that head. That's how he beats you. It is literally a chess match when you're playing that guy. I love watching like old games of him and seeing him tell people they are not lined up correctly uh, based on, you know, what he's watched for film. And changing the play two or three different times, and eventually the defense gives up. It's amazing to watch him. Because if you ever watch him run, you think he's going to fall over after his first step. Not the strongest arm, you know, not the most athletic, but in terms of a leader and a guy who just knows what he's doing back there, I love Peyton Manning. Not to mention, he's funnier than hell. Like, he is just, you know, it's it's good time. So Peyton Manning, I believe, is, um, you know – He's right up there. I'd say he's the number two all-time quarterback ever just because, you know, you can't discount what Tom did. So, All right, J-Cat, what do you got? Last pick. So this particular individual, Kobe Bryant once said, the NBA is lucky that this person isn't 6'4". He might be pound for pound the greatest athlete I've ever seen play. He played for the Philadelphia 76ers, most notably was a diminutive point guard who played like a pit bull. He was absolutely tenacious. Allen Iverson, Bubba Chuck. I will tell you this. He was a better football player than he ever was basketball player. He, read the, he led the Bethel High Bruins to the state title, Class 3A in Virginia in his junior year. He played quarterback, running back, return kicks, played safety, did it all on a football field. People talk about Mike Vick and Ronald Curry and all that stuff. Allen Iverson was the it guy in the Tidewater football area. And then he just happened to be that good at basketball. You talk about a guy who just would give it to you every night. There was a game because we ain't talking about practice, not a game. (laughs) You can say what you want to say about him off the court. But for that guy and his size and what he could do was amazing. So, uh, yeah, Allen Iverson, man, that's going to round out my four. J-Cat, I listened to an interview. I think it was Kyle Corver on J.D. Reddick's podcast. He said that Allen Iverson was the greatest athlete he's ever seen. He said he could do everything. Say whether it's basketball, football, anything. He said you you went on the draw, a little practice, and he could start drawing things. Like he could just do anything with a little bit of work. Yeah, I had Iverson as my honorable mention just because – I don't think that's going to – I can't picture his face up there on a Mount Rushmore, but this isn't a Mount Rushmore because we can't pick our top four. Yeah. So, But he changed the face of the NBA. Right. The tattoo. Right. It's a great – it's a good pick. Like, you want to talk about a transitional type player? There you go, man. He's right there in your face. And a lot of people maybe don't like it, but you can't argue – with what the dude did, you know, on the court. His step over of Tyron Lou in the finals against the Lakers is one of the most like picturesque moments in sports for me. Did um, you buy the NFT? 
I don't even know what NFT stands for, so no. Hi, right, Bomar. What you got? Yeah. Man, there's, there's a lot left. But I'm going to have to do a, um, a favor of mine that is probably on none of your guys' boards. It would have been on Diltz's board for sure. Uh, this guy's 11-time world champion. Oh, man, I know. I know where yeah. you're going. <laughs> He's 50 years old, and he I'm won. Sorry. Yep. He won. They watch cameo. Kelly Slater, baby. He's they watch cast member. Dude, he's good, man. He's a, he's an athlete. He's a scratch golfer. He, uh, he's Hayden. He's Kelly. Sl- Everyone knows who Kelly Slater is. That's for a reason. Yeah, but, pick him out of a lineup. Oh, see that two. The waves they surf. I'm telling you guys right now. The waves they surf. They, it's just you have to be in such great shape to even surf. Think about paddling out there and surfing on these waves. I mean, Mavericks top not shape. Re- remember on Baywatch? Yeah, he only said it four times. Son, Nicole Eggert, boy, like I don't know. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, a surfer on this podcast that picks a surfer. It's only I wonder if twenty. That's enough to get. I wonder if that's enough to get Tilts's vote. It is not because no, my next pick is a comment coach. would be. Uh, I didn't know we could pick him. Or some other lame excuse for not picking a surfer in a draft that could obviously be included. What's it? Eleven-time champion, Bomar. Yeah, eleven-time world champion. His um, pipeline to win the uh, the world champion against Rob Machado was unbelievable. Him and Andy Irons before Andy Irons died was unbelievable. Hit the the, the heat that he had with him. He's been good for decades. Did he ride that hundred-foot wave? I don't think he does that anymore because he's a little bit older, but he's just surfing that, and uh, he was actually pretty good. So he's no Garrett McNamara is what you're saying? He's Kelly Slater. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The disdain in in (laughs) – I feel like we're all giving a lot of details about these picks. So I don't have a football player, which I'm going to go football. I didn't want to pick another quarterback. We've already had a couple picked. I'm going to go with – a man that was handed the ball in the backfield and he could move any which way possible with the speed and agility of Barry Sanders was incredible. Um, most seasons with a 1100 yards or more tied with Walter Payton, most seasons with 1300 yards or more, most consecutive games with a hundred yards rushing 14 games in a row with a hundred yards rushing 151 games with 120 yards, 25 games with 150 yards and he scored two touchdowns of 80 yards or more in one game. That's over 160 yards on two plays. He was like just shifty and he's like greased up. Like people couldn't tackle him. And like the way he would juke people was incredible. He was awesome. Watch man. Outrageous. And he retired when he was 30. Or 31 or something like that. I just look, he only played 10 seasons. I was yeah, curious. he was just done. And Emmett Smith is loving that record. Yeah. That Barry would have clearly had if he had played a little bit longer. And he played for Emmett Smith soon. But let's let's do this. Let's do this. Let's forget about <laughs> records and stats. The eye test with Barry Sanders. Like we've seen we remember watching him as kids. Mm-hmm. Barry oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Was the I, don't think, I don't think there's anyone that you would ask. You know, who's the best running back to ever play the game that doesn't at least put Barry Sanders in that first first or second? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, this is my maybe older than 30. 
you put Barry Sanders behind what Emmett ran that line. Oh down. yeah. I was just about that. I mean, come on now. Like granted they're two different systems. Like you were in yeah. one back with Barry because you're not going to leave with a fullback because you could draw up outside zone, right. And Barry's going to cut back left before he even, you know, presses the hole and, and do something crazy. But those Lions teams were trash, man. They really were. Like yeah. Herman Moore? Herman Moore, Brett Perry, Scott Mitchell, Barry Sanders. Yeah, great. Awesome. Can we, t- <laughs> can we talk about the 1994 MC wildcard playoff when the <laughs> Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator, Fritz Shermer, stifled Barry Sanders? He had 13 carries for negative one yard. Yeah. Talk about legend. <laughs> you talking about a legend? Barry Sanders, come on! Ever seen, what Eagles running back would you put up next to Barry Sanders? Ricky Waters, son. Come on, that's, man. Uh, no, shady, shady, son. That's oh, a shady, was, shady was nice. back, by the Westbrook, way. Westbrook was the most Barry Sanders-like player I've ever seen. That's I mean, they Westbrook. played the same position. That's about as far as you can go, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I never Westbrook seen Frank Gore run for negative in yardage in the playoffs. Y'all hate on Barry Sanders right now? No, I'm not hating on no, him at all. I was looking at how many negative yards runs he had. Just, that just came up. I don't know. It's a ton. It's an absolute ton. Like that's it, the thing. He, he could be like four, he could be like seven carries for two yards, and then he busts a sixty-two yard run, and then he busts a thirty-five, and then he busts a twenty-five. Like he's just, he just, he's a different dude, man. Nice like that. Nice like Jesse. Sean, you're getting your boy. All right, oh, Sean, yeah. move it on. Let's see what you got. I'm not. I'm not. I've decided I'm going to let him be my honorable mention with my third pick. I was going to take this guy. And now with my fourth pick, I feel like I have to, he's still sitting here. I don't understand why dominating his opponents. Like we've never seen career record 50 and six with 19 knockouts, 12 of those in the very first round, my fourth pick taking iron Mike Tyson. Another good video. Hasim Rahman, what? Mm-hmm. Youngest Douglas? heavyweight champ, forty-four knockouts out of his fifty. Fifty-six yeah. and two, and one ear. As, oh, you took my. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't have one <laughs> ear. He was my pick. That's my ear to talk about. Is Tyson better than I had three boxers? Don't you just think don't, Vander don't... like that was all of Vander's fault with the no. ear? He he like, no, not at all. Said he like, hug away. I was like, if you had just stayed there, all Mike no was trying to do. No one expects you to keep bite, bite his ear. ear Mike was just trying to get a little taste. He wasn't one of the Shine is defending Mike Tyson biting someone's ear off in a boxing match. Not once, but twice. Wait, are you defending the yeah. second time too or just the first? No, the second time was just, you know. Lunacy. Yeah. Was Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mike was a bad man, but there's some demons flowing inside of that dude. I hear Mike Tyson, Catman. So I got I got seven guys left on my list here, and I have, as Shine would say, one one of my kids sitting here. I can't take the one because he's too similar to my first pick. Even though, in my mind, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm going with my heart here, and I, I don't think this pick is going to get me any more votes than who I got left on my list here. So I'm going Giannis, Ugo, Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. The Greek I need a basketball player. I need someone that's kind of modern era. I know I got Brady. He's still playing, but he's old as crap. 2021 <laughs> NBA champion. 
NBA Finals MVP, two-time MVP, six-time NBA All-Star, NBA All-Star Game MVP in 2021, four-time All-NBA First Team, two-time All-NBA Second Team, four-time NBA All-Defensive First Team. Um, he made the NBA 75th Anniversary Team, and he's, and he's only been in the league since 2013. It's insane. That's almost 10 years. He's a total unicorn. He's a Greek freak. Oh, he was also the most improved player um, in 2017. So he has like, he's just racking up stuff and hopefully the, the best is yet to come. Did I did you watch Rise. You me too. Yeah. It was a cool story. He's a, he's a really cool story about his life. Good fit. Great family. Does, he's does just that... a, a great person. And I mean, he's made Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks into like a playoff finals. Like I give him a lot of credit for staying right every year. Yeah. Letting them build around him and then becoming a champion with his team. If you want, if you see his life story, you'll see why he's, he's about, you know, he's about doing the right thing. I have a last pick and you know, guys know it's just as tough for me. I, yeah, I, Joe Montana's stats are insane. I'm not going to pick him. Thought I swore he'd get picked, but he didn't. Tom Brady's the best, making. I already have a basketball player, so it kills me not to pick this player. But can I just talk about – so the all-time leading scorer in basketball is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? Yeah, and stats are ridiculous, I don't take – I don't con- consider him like Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain played so much so long ago. He's like bigger than everyone. It's terrible. But Kareem, as a sophomore at UCLA, they were – they won the championship. They were 30-0. To try to contain his dominance, the dunk was banned. Like, you couldn't dunk anymore because he was just dunking on people. Hmm. In three years in college, he had three championships, three-time first-team All-American, 88-2. and two. And the two losses, his eye was injured in one of them. And the other game they lost was called the stall game because there was no shot clock, and he only got four shots off. The other team, like, held the ball. They lost, like, 10, 10 to 9 or something, like, real low score. He had six championships and six MVPs, and he was a 19-time All-Star. It really kills me not to pick him, but I don't want another basketball player. I have two boxers, and I have two baseball players, two of my favorite baseball players growing up. I just don't know if there's – one's not going to get many votes, and one's just controversial. But looking at the stats, it's insane. I don't know much about Muhammad Ali, so I can't take him. But Floyd Mayweather is 50 and 0. Yeah, different fights. 15 out. titles. He's a different turd. One. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't really want to pick him, but he's 50 and 0. Worth mentioning. Rocky Marciano, 49 and 0. Because I'm kind of throwing out my honorable mentions here at the end. Tony Hawk is a beast. He's an accomplished street skater. His reputation rested on his skills as a vertical skater, but he dominated competitions. He won 73 titles. He was named the top vert skater every year from 84 to 96. He invented moves, dozens of moves, the ollie to Indy, the gymnast plant, the front side 540 rodeo flip, the saran wrap. He had a move called the saran wrap. The boom, boom, dirt bag. And in one of skateboarding's defining moments, Hawk executed a 900 twist, which is two and a half turns, turns at the 99 X games, a feat that had never previously been performed. Again, I will mention, I'm going to come down to my two baseball players. The one I'm not going to pick. I always liked him because he was just a monster from the get-go. He has 696 home runs, which is fourth all time, 295 batting average, fourth all time in RBIs, a little over 2000. He had 3000 hits. He's three MVPs, 14 time all-star. He's a rod. He's a monster in the league. All right, so my pick is 
the seven-time MVP, 14-time All-Star. He has the most home runs in Major League history with 762. He had 73 home runs in one year. I don't care about steroids or whatever you guys were talking about before. He has the most career walks. He has eight gold gloves. He's nasty in the field, too. And he's the only player in the 500-500 club. 500 homers, 500 stolen bases. He's got just shy of 3,000 hits and 2,000 RBIs. I don't care. He was good skinny. He was good tubby. It's Barry Bonds. It's Barry Bonds. I did not see him getting picked tonight, that's for sure. You should have. He's an amazing. Henry Roland Gardner struck him out. Crazy. He was right. That was before he juiced. I hope people listen to the stats. We're going to do our honorable mentions quickly, like I did, and then our worst if you have one. I have one honorable mention I didn't mention. Uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Oh, he my. wrestled for over 50 years. He's still wrestling. 50 years. He's a 16-time champion, which is the most all time. He was only 6'1 and weighed in like the low 200s for most of his career. And he's, um, I think the fact that he wasn't the biggest or the strongest and his durability is insane. He's 70-something. He still wrestles pretty much. Whether you call it fake or not, it's a physical sport. It's physical activity. Bomar, the nature boy. Let me hear it, Bomar. Woo! <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. So that's my. those are my honorable mentions. Ultimate Warriors song? Yeah, man. What you got? Uh, I had Kareem as well. It was between Kareem and Giannis on my last one there, and I went Giannis because obviously. Um, Usain Bolt? Mm-hmm. I mean, beast. Yeah. Beast, the hundred meter. It's like the the premier event in track and field to be the world's fastest man. It's huge, and his name is Bolt. Yeah. Like, what are the what are the chances? And he's awesome too. Mickey Mantle had some insane baseball stats that, like, I went researching for this. Um, unbelievable. Uh, Hank Aaron, Hammer and Hank, and uh, that was pretty much it from what I had left on my list there. Um, oh, Dan Marino, obviously, his quarterback stats and the records he had at the time when he retired, ridiculous. Um, just look them up sometime. Yeah. Which most of them have been broken, right? <laughs> no. Well, happy the game is also Pass different, happy. too. You're, you're not yeah, even uh, – like, yeah. It's not even close. Dan was the dude, man. He and did a boy. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel. Einhorn's a man. All right, Shine, who you got? Honorable mention. All right, here goes my Niners run. Softest to my heart, obviously, is Frank Gore. I think just because of the mountain he had climbed coming out of college, played behind Clinton Portis and Willis McGahee at the University of Miami. A lot of teams didn't even have them have him on their draft board because of the knee injuries that he had in college. And he comes out and has finishes his career number three all-time in the rushing list. So I think that at least warrants mention in the podcast today. Shocked that no one jumped on Joe Montana. Joe Montana? Yeah. I don't know. Of course, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> super good. He's probably the reason I always say he's probably the reason I like the 49ers. However, uh, my Jump favorite 49er ever. I didn't want to pick him because so many quarterbacks were picked today. Steve Young. Not many people realize the records that he holds. Highest passer rating for a career of all quarterbacks ever. Two-time league MVP. Six passing titles, again, most ever by any quarterback ever. Six touchdowns in the Super Bowl, also 
a record never been done since. We see a lot of quarterbacks running quarterbacks, but he was one of the first. Not the first, but one of the first. Go Niners. Murdo? I'll make mine quick. Steph Curry is an amazing basketball player that does things we've never seen before, and he's a great golfer. Shaquille O'Neal is an amazing basketball player. To do the things that he does at his size is incredible. I'm not a huge baseball guy, but my eye test in the 2000s, Derek Jeter was making plays that were just off out of this world. And I'm going to throw one out there that I don't think any of you thought of. And I'm not a huge fan of this guy. Like some people are obsessed with him. Bruce Lee changed the game. He was on my list. Boy. Boy. Omar, what you got? I still think Pe- Pele was the best uh, soccer player. I can't believe anybody, nobody picked Phil Chamberlain. I know he was taller than everybody, but he was a he was a he was a beast. One of my favorite skin players, Daryl Green. Uh, he's probably one of the fastest guys ever to play the NFL. Uh, probably the greatest pitcher of all, Nolan Ryan. He played from '66 to '93. Um, he had seven no hitters. He he still holds 51 records, MLB records. Did any of us pick a pitcher, a baseball pitcher? I think Babe that's Bruce, too. I was like, we couldn't have, right? Because Nolan Ryan would have been the pick. Nolan Ryan, by, yeah. by far. It should be. He Ryan. played for 27 years. 66 to 92. He leads career strikeouts. Like, yeah. and it's not even and, close. And as a power pitcher, too. Like, that's impressive for that. Yeah. You know. He has 5,714 strikeouts. He has 15, 15 seasons. He had 200 more strikeouts. He had six seasons with 300 more strikeouts. I think if you take the – Rob, he was drafted strikeout. in the 1965 draft. No, I'm looking at it, yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. You know who else was a beast? You know who else was a beast pitching? Randy Johnson. He was a beast. The soul patch, though. <laughs> J-Cat, what do you got? All right, so uh, on the topic of pitchers, I would go Greg Maddox. Yeah, Complete finesse pitcher. You could tell him – he'd tell you what I'm getting ready to throw you. I'm going to throw you an 89-mile-per-hour sinker, but you're not going to hit it. Uh, if we go to the world of track and field, Carl Lewis ran the 100 and also was a long jumper, has 10 Olympic medals, can't sing a lick, though. Uh, basketball, look, I'm a, I'm a huge Larry Legend fan. I think Larry Bird was great. A lot of people be like, well, Legend, you know, Larry couldn't handle this era. I figure he'll, he'll get it done some way. The two honorable mention picks, so these are two freak athletes. Randy Moss was absolutely unreal another just freak athlete changed the game i'm a big unc guy julius peppers played both basketball and football at the university of north carolina drafted by the carolina panthers later i think played for the bears or whatever he was an absolute monster too uh playing defensive end but people don't know he rushed for almost four thousand yards in high school at running back can you imagine that horse coming at you like deep in the eye and trying to tackle him as like 127 pound, like, you know, cornerback in North Carolina. No, nah, I don't want any of that. So, Super Bowl with Julius Peppers. Yeah. You guys cool for going the uh, worst? Cause like, how are we going to pick yeah. a worst Mount Rushmore? All right. Other than any Round Dallas one. Cowboy. Dallas okay, Cowboys. I do have one Oscar Pistorius. He's terrible. <laughs> the Blade Runner? <laughs> yes, exactly. OJ. Oh, wow. I think take the cake. I'm just saying. Before we finish the episode, let's play closest for the win. So I have five lined up. We will go in order, starting with Shine. Yeah, wrap that gavel, B. Remember, <laughs> you're picking a number closest without going over. 
Tiger Woods started golfing at age three. It is well known that he had an incredible nine hole score at the age of three. What did he shoot at nine holes when he was three years old? Starting with Shine. 39. Catman. 40. Bro. 43. Bo. 41. That's that? 42. Yeah. Wow. I was like, the correct answer one. was what? I was going to say, if any of these are right, it's well, amazing. pretty close. The correct answer is 48. But considering he's three, yeah. I can't <laughs> even shoot a 48. So Birdo with the highest one was the, was the closest for the win. I thought the answer was 44. So I was going to pick one less just because, but J-Cat could have picked 44. I got everything above that. I'm not going to do that because I'm a man of honor. Hey, game's, <laughs> game's the game. I don't hate the play. I hate the game. So. Right, we all know Jordan's, the iconic basketball shoes, but his Nike deal includes royalties. According to Essentially Sports, he gets 5% from each Air Jordan sold. How much does he make annually in Air Jordan sales? How much does Michael Jordan make each year? Holy. In Based on a Air 5%. Jordan a 5% royalty. How much does he make off? Oh my I goodness. guess. Starting with Catman, his airness. His catness. 125 mil. Bro. 200 million. Bomar. 150. Jcat. 225 million dollars. Shine. 251 million. All right. The correct answer. Somebody got it exactly. I mean, this is a rough, <laughs> rough answer, obviously, but it was 150 million. Omar with the doubler. Oh, <laughs> wow. $150 million a year in shoe sales. Oh, oh 5%. Well, I mean, Jordan's cost, what, $250 now? <laughs> True. They're closed, too. He has clothes. Yeah. This was, That's just sneakers, though. Nike, yeah. Oh, I didn't say, it, says, it says Nike deal includes royalties, so it's probably all things. How many people yeah. on this hey. podcast had Jordan cologne? I'm going to guess three. I know one for sure. Probably Sean. Every, everyone had that. You're lying if you said you didn't. Let's say. Shine, me, and Rob definitely did. The, the little half basketball, like, win. Bo, Bo the bar of soap. Man. I don't think Bo ever did. I think I ruined everything Michael Jordan for Bo and Josh Moore. It smells like 1998. <laughs> the bottom of the, the, the jar, whatever, the container had like, it was like a sneaker bottom. As Diltz will say, he was he loved Michael Jordan until he met me. <laughs> I might have a bottle somewhere in my house right now. He survived. You some fact at all. What did it smell like? Like, was it good? Dirt land. Leather, hardwood, <laughs> ball Sweat. head. It had pieces of, like basketball in it. Course light while playing 18 holes and then scoring 36 on. <laughs> oh. Smelled like the flu game. Oh. All right, number three, prepping for the 2008 Olympics where he won eight gold medals. Michael Phelps swam 50 miles every week. The body needs a lot of energy to swim. But according to factlife.org, how many calories did he eat per day during the 2008 Olympics? An average for a person is 3,000 calories a day. How many calories did Michael Phelps eat training for that Olympics or during that Olympics? Starting with bro. Well, you know, I don't believe in calories because calories are not a standard unit of measurement. However, I want to say 40,000. Bomar? 22,000. Jcat? 21,000. Shine? 
I'm with Bobby. I don't believe in calories either because I'm fat. I'm going to go with 17,000. That's why you should believe in calories. Catman. That's why you should. 11,000. I eat 11,000 calories a day, probably. I thought you guys were all going to go over, but that last pick, Catman, the correct answer is 12,000 calories a day. Think about it. He's not trying to, he's not packing on weight. (laughs) He's trying to beef up. But the normal human being, like you said, we in about 3,000 calories a day with everything we eat. So yeah. just I was literally gonna say 12, what? but everyone was going so high that I was like, <laughs> yeah, for his role. 11,000. <laughs> so the rock, the rock eats anywhere from six to eight thousand per day, apparently. So Michael Phillips is putting down more than the rock. It doesn't seem very high to me, but I don't. Calories well, you don't nonsense. believe in calories. So if you look at calories, look at a Ben and Jerry's like jar of, of ice cream. Jar. Okay. <laughs> a calorie to you and a calorie to me are two different things. So it doesn't mean anything. What is happening? Our bodies going don't handle calories the same way. Oh, I could eat 5,000 calories today and not gain a pound. You eat 11,000 calories, you're going to be fat. Buzz. <laughs> yeah. play. Right here. Bomar has spoken. All right. Here it might be my favorite and most insane stat of the night. Number four. So I was dying to pick Wayne Gretzky, but he has a nickname, the great one, for a reason. How many goals did Gretzky score in his final season of peewee hockey? Now, just so you know, he was 10 years old, and he had 139 assists that season. But how many goals did he have? Peewee hockey. Huh? I, I, I couldn't find how many games. It's insane. The, the answer is insane. I don't. I, how many games do you think Pee Pocky plays? I don't know. It's for one season, too. It's not his like career. I saw I this. Know. I don't know what to say other than uh, Bomar, you're first. <laughs> you said it was 136 assists. 139 assists, but how many goals did he have? So I'll tell you, it's it's more than goal. the goal. It's more than the assists. Typically, you have less goals than assists, but not not this one. Not the great one. <laughs> I know. So I'm going to say, you said 136. I'm going to say 186. J-Cat. 307. Shine. 187. Uh, you're such... Mm. <laughs> man. 256. Bro. He was 10, by the way. I was going to go over J-Cat. Uh, give me two... Uh, no. I'm going to say what I stuck to. 331. When he was 10, he scored... 378 goals and <laughs> hockey. I don't, I was, I was truly trying to find if it was true, and I everywhere I saw that's what it said. It was insane. Thought you had it, Jacob. 378. All right, I got actually, I got two more. Okay, although this player was not picked, a 1911 Honus Wagner card is the most baseball, most expensive baseball card ever sold. How much did it sell for? In 2021, starting with JCAT. $1.65 million. Shine. $2.6 million. Catman. I was going to say 2.1. Bro. 1.9. Bomar. 2.25. If I didn't get it, Bo did. 2.25, you said? Yeah, 2.25 million. The correct answer is $6.606 million. Goodness gracious. So shine wow. is the closest for the win. Off by about $4 million. $6.6 million. 
Honus I Wagner. Sworn that number was at two point. How many peanuts could he buy with it? All right, last one. Played for peanuts. In 2013, in the Australian Open, Serena Williams actually did this twice. But how fast was her fastest serve in miles per hour? Now, it's not like the fastest of all time, but Serena was one of the greats that we were talking about. So what was her fastest serve, starting with Shine? 123 miles per hour. Batman. God damn it, Shine. <laughs> 96. 96? Yep. You were going to take 123 and you went with 96? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to change it right. up. Bro, the girl in Jackass 4 was hitting at 90 some miles an hour. <laughs> 23 and 96. Is it my guess? My turn? Yeah, bro. 127. Bomar. Bo wants to go 124, oh. but he knows he puts himself out. My home. first answer was going to be 146, but I'm going to go. 143. What? J-Cat. 128. J-Cat. Man of honor. Wow. The correct answer is 128.6 miles per hour. <laughs> J-Cat. Wow. <laughs> you the told me. Wow. The fact that you guys come that close. I mean, that one is, I don't know. It's not easy, but like. It's unbelievable that you guys have got it more than once, like the exact answer. That's pretty close, Jacob. All right, before we wrap it up, our closing thoughts. So starting with Shine. Currently looking up the fastest tennis serve, and it would be 163.7 miles per hour. Eladzimir Ignatik from Uh, Belarus. Belarus. I corrected myself. I corrected myself. Hey, man, you ever been to Belarus? <laughs> so essentially, Look, the, I, the you go I ahead and, tenant. You go ahead and say the name, you Ladzimir Ignatovic, and pronounce the next word you say correctly. <laughs> All right, shine. Oh, so yeah, I've been waiting for Any this kind of draft points? for a very long time. Excited that it finally came. Bobby thought this draft was going to be very short. I don't understand why uh, this was the longest draft we've had, and I was expecting as such. Miss Dilsa, I wish he was here for this one. No offense, Bell. Wish you were here too. He's going to pick mine, so don't worry. Not yours. J-Cat, what you got? Being in the six hole is, on this draft, I think it was probably really, really hard. So um, I drafted with just kind of my heart over everything else. Um, uh, probably left a few sports on the board or whatever, but um, I like that Mount Rushmore, man. I really do. I think the players that I have, I think they represent um, a toughness and uh, just a, a wonderful ability um, to perform game in, game out. So we'll roll with it. Catman? No, I like my team. I don't like Tom Brady, but I like my team. We'll go from there and hopefully uh, voters listen to the pod and vote accordingly. Omar? This is something Bobby does, but this has been on my mind for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with two verses, Proverbs 1-7 and Proverbs 3-5. And Birdo? I think this was the hardest draft to draft as it went along, this and the animal draft, because I just had no idea what anyone else was doing. I don't know how voters are going to pick for this. I think they're going to pick one player. But uh, it's tough, and I will leave you with Psalm 100. That's going to do it for another episode of Life's a Draft, where none of our picks will be considered Mr. Irrelevant. Please subscribe to the podcast, and thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the website where you can vote, see episode-specific artwork, and find all our draft results. 
The link is at the bottom of the voting and our Facebook page.